At the moment, we're in the middle of exploring mission plans in the church. Beyond us, and including us, many of our institutions are insecure. Those organisations that always had waiting lists to join are giving away free membership. And we've tried to make becoming a member easier, cheaper, and with benefits. Jesus didn't take that tact. Jesus said, if you want to join up, there will be a cross to carry. If you don't want to carry it, don't join. When you put it like that, shall we all just join the coffee club instead? At least every sixth coffee will be a free one. Or does it cost? Make it worth something. Hello, I'm Rory Hamilton, the Minister of Newcopatrick Parish, and thanks for creating space in your day for us to meet. Not always an easy place. Some of the words of Jesus are hard to hear, and we don't know what to make of them, or they make us feel guilty or unworthy. So let us lay that aside, at least for now, and find this place is God-shaped and we can be together here in grace, in love and renewal. Loving God, we pause here as we are. We bring here all we are. We place here who we are, the who only you know that we hide from the world and ask forgiveness, patience, renewal. May we shape our lives round that promise, that hope, knowing a love that is steeped in patience and forgiveness and renewal. And Holy God, when we don't live up to our own expectations and feel less for it, and live with guilt from our lifestyles and the choices we make, may you call us, redeem us, help us grow into who we are yet to be. Let go the pain and hold on to the love. Loving God, as your newly reborn people, may we live in the world and into the future, alive in the good news of compassion, forgiveness and hope. Hear us as we pray the global prayer. Our Father, who is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours are the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen.
There are several moments in the Gospels when things turn round, and this is perhaps one of them. When all the upbeat ministry of Jesus, including the healing and the the, the words to the powers and the authorities, the face-offs with the, the legalists and religion scholars, these are all upended. And Jesus injects a huge dose of realism into the hope. From the buoyant words of heaven to the costly carrying of a cross, the easy sense of the kingdom to the expensive cost of following. There is perhaps a lot of hyperbole and emphasis in this passage to make the point, but it isn't all allegory or over-exaggeration. Luke 14, from verse 25. Now, large crowds were travelling with him, and he turned and said to them, Whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, and even life itself, cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to build a tower, does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? Otherwise, When he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it will begin to ridicule him, saying, This fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going out to wage war against another king will not sit down first and consider whether he is able with 10,000 to oppose the one who comes against him with 20,000? If he cannot, then... While the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for the terms of peace. So, therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. If there has been one thing many of us have been doing recently, it's worrying about budgets. Tomorrow, or Monday, we get a new Prime Minister and we are all waiting for the great reveal of their cost of living response. And if (laughs) there is a plan, offering genuine help to the least in our community, more than just enough to survive, but to be able to live. Because how we help the least is a measure of who we are morally. And if we have no plan that brings life, we have no moral authority. National and household budgets are being designed, counting the cost, prioritising what is seen to be worthwhile in our lives and society. So far, it has all remained a great secret. Prospective leaders, and I wouldn't have their job for all the tea in China, have been illogically quiet and reluctant to explain and be scrutinised over their cost-of-living ideas. Jesus is not so shy. He talks of the cost, and it is a difficult read, and might sound a lot worse than anything we hear this week. Up to now, Jesus has had the crowds eating out his hands, quite literally with the feeding of the 5,000. They've been amazed by Jesus' power over demons and disease and disability, He has taught wisely, he's challenged the authorities, he's held up the poor as an example of God's dearest. And then these words that completely burst the bubble 
Everyone was keen to get on board with the Saviour when he was making life easier. But here's the caveat. Unless you carry a cross, unless you hate your family, you cannot be my follower. Is that the gospel? Any sensible person would pause and do what Jesus asks, count the cost. And the end price of following is cross-carrying. And if you put it like that, the only reasonable choice is to choose not to follow, at least from an economic point of view. It's not worth it. Most of us would have given up on the word hate, which is as strong as it gets in our culture. (laughs) But we're still here. Before the institutionalised version of the church we have today, faith was for those willing to stand up to politicians and authorities, those who made everyone's lives cheap and poor. Those that stood up were often arrested and thrown in jail. We told the story of the demise of John the Baptist just a couple of weeks ago, beheaded in the whim of Herod after being persuaded by an exotic dancer. The purpose of Jesus describing faith as carrying the cross is to demonstrate clearly what happens to people when they take on injustice and those who are in power. The outcome for Jesus is case in point. Counting the cost of a faith that is still called to stand up for the least, speak truth to power, rebalance our communities and love our neighbour is to know there are consequences Because not everyone in this world shares love's priorities. To help illustrate that point, let's tell a story. One day a pilgrim entered a village and settled down to sleep under the oak tree that was standing in the middle of the village green. They carried a bag that was old and well used and had laid it in front of them for the night. In another part of the village, a villager was having a restless night. They tossed and turned as the same dream played again and again. The pilgrim lying under an oak tree with a bag that had a diamond in it. And in the dream, The pilgrim gave the diamond to the villager. The next morning, as the villager was wandering through the village, the dream still fresh in their mind, they spied the pilgrim sitting under the oak tree, having some breakfast. The excited villager ran over to the pilgrim. Give me the diamond! Give me the diamond! What diamond? asked the pilgrim. The villager replied, I have had a dream that you have a diamond of great value and if I ask you for it, you would give it to me and I should be rich forever. The pilgrim nodded and smiled and immediately reached into the bag and pulled out a stone. You may certainly have it and settled down again to sleep. The villager looked at the stone in amazement for it was the largest diamond ever seen. The villager took the diamond and walked away. But that night the dream was gone, but so was sleep. The villager tossed and turned all night and when dawn arrived, ran back to the pilgrim, still there under the oak tree. Here, said the villager, please take back the diamond. 
Give me instead the wealth that makes it possible for you to give away this diamond in the first place. Thank you for the invitation to join you again on this podcast or on the phone line. We are more and more back to normal with all our usual run of activities, all face to face. Now we have the festival coming up um, next weekend. That's the 9th to the 11th. Lots going on. I would suggest you visit their website at bearsdenfestival.org where all the activities are happening around about the church and round about other congregations and churches as well, which is great. Lots going on from all about the Bearsden Shark, all about this great story we have, unique story we have in Bearsden and all activities and speakers and music and drama and crafts and arts and um, workshops, etc., all based around the Bearsden Shark. A really creative and, and intriguing uh, weekend, 9th to the 11th. You'll find information on the church website and in the bulletin, which you can download from the website at nkchurch.org.uk or hopefully you already receive that by email um, or by post. We're going to pray now for the world and we bring together all our thoughts, our concerns for those folk further afield than our own local neighbourhood, but also those in our neighbourhood and parish. Let us pray. In carrying the cross, may we carry the least, the lost, the lonely, the cold and the worried as hard choices are made. May we carry a leadership of our country that needs to respond to the needs of so many and prioritise that which brings life beyond just survival. May we carry the conflicts of Ukraine and Syria, Tigray and Yemen, and the place where peace remains a hope, even as it can no longer be lived there. May we carry our communities, the neighbourhoods that are our parish, and the relationships we are called to make and deepen and share. May we carry our families, those ill and anxious, those with physical and mental ill health, those worried about the day-to-day cost of living. May we carry love, enough to give it away, no matter the cost, generously. So be it. Amen. Go in peace. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the common life of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. <laughs>